0: In the ever-changing world of retail, you need solutions you can count on. Welcome to Keeping Count, a podcast from the inventory accuracy experts at DataScan. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Herb's Hot Takes. I'm Tyler Kern, joined as always by Herb Billings. Herb, welcome to another episode of the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great today, Tyler. How are you?
0: I am doing well. I'm doing well. Excited to dive back in to another topic in RFID. This is the third out of a five-part episode series on RFID. And so today, we're talking about supply chain management and how RFID plays a role in that as well. And so, uh, her, again, this is a supply chain is a topic that has been discussed quite a bit in the retail community over the last couple of years. Um, but before we dive into... Uh, supply chain management. Take us back to the last two episodes of uh, of Herb's Hot Takes and what we've talked about in RFID. We started off with the history, and then we talked about some of the primary drivers for for RFID.
1: Oh yes. So uh, the history, you know, it, it seems like it's a new technology, but really, what's what's happening is it's becoming more affordable mm-hmm. to support the Internet of Things, which we've all heard about, uh, and so retailers are starting to implement it more and more as the ROI makes sense for them. Uh, but it's actually a technology that dates back to world war ii Uh, also the primary drivers for the retailers other than it's becoming more affordable uh, inventory record accuracy is key for a successful omni-channel strategy Mm. Uh, if you don't get that right uh, you have high reject rates uh, a lot of wasted labor and of course unhappy customers and unhappy customers doesn't really mix with retail so, yes, you know, a lot of a lot of good stuff that we've covered in previous episodes. I, I encourage everybody to go listen to them if they haven't already.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, go back and check out those other two episodes if you haven't up to this point. But today we're talking supply chain management. Now, supply chain is really a topic and uh, a, a term maybe that has gone from, maybe somewhat obscurity and like a niche topic to being something that's in the mainstream and that you hear quite a bit about on the news these days
1: i know before two years ago whoever heard of supply chain or or cared what it was about and then toilet paper Mm -hmm. Um, so now you know the supply chain is at the top of everybody's mind and we see how fragile it can be Uh, it's worked great for a number of years and some marginal improvements have been made but uh, but recently we've identified that there's, there's big changes that need to happen. Uh, so this, what is the supply chain? Well, it covers every step from the manufacturer to the consumer. Uh, you know, from the manufacturing facility, to the distribution centers, to the stores themselves. Uh, it includes everything in between, all of the transportation and storage methods, temporary storage meso- methods along the way. Uh, Ships, planes, trucks, you know, warehouses, shipyards, Mm -hmm. all of that is part of the supply chain. There are a number of problems that can happen at any step of the way. Uh, One of them is, you know, you have a a flaw in your reordering. You're either too late or you're too early. Uh, In the retail world, the reason for doing that is bad information about the inventory levels you have. Uh, that's, that's typically a problem. One of the things that retailers do to avoid reordering too late or to uh, handle inaccurate inventory records is to manage safety stock. That safety stock is not necessarily always in the stores. It can also be up the supply chain. It would have been great to have had triple or quadruple the amount of toilet paper available in all of the warehouses throughout the supply chain, but that's not possible because that costs a lot of money. So, uh, safety stock costs money. Uh, And then there's the not ordering enough. You may be ordering on time, but you did not accurately predict consumer demand. So if you didn't order enough, you have to wait for it to be, you know, extracted from your supply chain or possibly even manufactured. Uh, And then there's the uh, situation around unpredictable consumer behavior. I know I keep bringing up toilet paper, but that was top of the news two years ago for right. sure, for a good while. Um, but also bikes, mm-hmm. fishing equipment, weight training equipment, uh, and all of those make sense when you look back on them. People had more time, they weren't commuting to work as much or at all. Uh, so fishing and bike riding, or maybe even furloughed and laid off, caused you know, more fishing and bike riding to occur. I know we had trouble getting a a used bike every time a good one or even a bad one went for sale on Facebook marketplace. It was an hour. That's all it lasted. People were buying them sight unseen and then weight training equipment with all of the closings of the uh, gym, the gyms that we all belong to uh, the weight training equipment flew off the shelves as well. Well, once it does that, they speed up the delivery from the distribution center that they've got staged for the next time they need to deliver it. They speed that up to the store and then they speed it up from the, you know, the manufacturer's store or storehouse and bring that forward. Mm -hmm. But at some point you have so much demand that you're waiting on, on things to actually be manufactured and you just don't speed that up. Those are typically, uh, utilized 24 hours a day. So, Uh, Managing that supply chain is a complex task. It requires a lot more information than just how much do we expect to sell and when, or how much do we expect to need for our uh, retailers that are buying from us. You also need to know your real-time stock levels, and that's where RFID helps tremendously. Uh, This gives you confidence in your logs and your records, and gives you the ability to be flexible in your decision making so that you can change course confidently. So, you know, how does that work? Typically, the best case is to apply the RFID tags at the point of manufacture. Mm -hmm. After that, everything else gets easier. Inbound audits, outbound audits at every step of the way are at the item level, not just the SKU level where you know the style, color, and size. But of the same style and color and size, you know the difference between the first one and the second instance. Uh, So your inbound and outbound audits become more complete. You're able to do more than just 10% or 2%. You're able to do 100%. uh, And discrepancies are much easier to research.
0: That's really fascinating, and, and I suppose kind of what you're describing is just adding visibility throughout the supply chain, right? Right, and seeing, having a little bit more transparency as far as where things are, at what time, how many, all of that sort of thing.
1: Every bit of that helps. Visibility, transparency, and accurate stock levels uh, help the accuracy, the speed, the efficiency, mm-hmm. and it reduces safety stock. Uh, it makes everything move smoother. So it sounds like we could have used a little bit more RFID kind of throughout
0: the pandemic, right? It certainly would have helped at at various points, like you mentioned the toilet paper example, but does DataScale work with RFID within the supply chain?
1: We sure do. We have a great partnership with Frequential, Mm -hmm. uh, a European provider of OctoPlus, which is world-class software to manage your RFID tags. And it can happen throughout the supply chain. We have solutions for the manufacturing, the distribution centers, as well as the stores.
0: It's really, really exciting. And it's it's exciting to talk about this partnership here on the show and, and learn a little bit more about it. So, uh, Herb, I think that does it for another episode of the show, talking about, this time about supply chain management and how RFID plays a part in it. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, everyone, this was the third of a five-part series. And so we have more episodes upcoming, including some cool uses for RFID within the retail landscape. So you don't want to miss that episode coming up next here in the series. But for this one, for Herb Billings, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon on another episode of Herb's Hot Tape.